This podcast was sponsored by Baba Sobers Wealth Management at UBS Financial Services. Baba Sobers Wealth Management works with physicians, medical practices, and hospitals, providing comprehensive wealth management services for individuals and institutions. Visit our website at advisors.ubs.com forward slash Baba Sobers WM. We're members of FINRA and SIPC. RX Security has over 30 years experience printing tamper-resistant prescription pads and EHR paper that is Medicaid and state compliant. To prescribe safely, visit rxsecurity.com. That's rxsecurity.com. Hello, my name is Rahul Rishi. I'm a physician board certified in adult and pediatric allergy immunology, as well as in internal medicine. I have a strong interest in angioedema and pediatric eczema. Welcome to the Arizona Physicians Podcast. And I think the way that services like that work best is when you can combine those telehealth visits with in-person visits. Because um, oftentimes there's really no substitute for being able to sit down with a patient, talk to them face-to-face, do a physical exam. Um, those are all really important parts of care. Welcome to the Arizona Physician Podcast. My name is Taylor Pomerantz, Masters of Public Health 2022 candidate and your host for this episode. In today's episode, our discussion will center around rural health. We are joined by Dr. Ann Newland with North Country Healthcare. Ann Newland, MD, MPH, is the Chief Executive Officer for North Country Healthcare, a federally qualified community health center with clinics in 12 communities in Northern Arizona. Prior to joining North Country in 2013, Dr. Newland worked for the Indian Health Services in Kayanta, Arizona for eight years. She trained in internal medicine pediatrics at the University of Tennessee, Memphis, served as the chief resident for internal medicine at UT, and later completed a master in public health degree at Harvard School of Public Health as a Commonwealth Fund Fellow in Minority Health Policy. Her professional interests lie in reducing health disparities for rural and underserved communities, as well as strengthening training pathways for underrepresented populations. North Country houses an area health education center that provides youth enrichment programming to encourage greater diversity in the health professions. Since 2008, North Country has been a community campus for AT Still University medical students. In June of 2020, North Country launched its community-based family medicine residency. North Country is a teaching health center. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Newland. Thanks so much, Taylor. Perfect. We'll jump right in. So the organization provides multiple services for family medicine, behavioral health services, dental care, and more. So starting off, I see that North Country serves 12 communities in Northern Arizona. Being from rural Arizona myself, I have seen the challenges rural communities face with healthcare. As a corporation, do you face any challenges with any of your communities that you serve? Well, the biggest challenge we always have is recruiting and retaining highly qualified staff. I'm always so impressed with the level of commitment that our team members have to rural medicine and to the medicine and to the mission of North Country Healthcare to provide primary healthcare services to populations that need it the most. But really it it comes down to recruitment and retaining good professionals. And does that impact the services that are provided at all in these rural communities? 
you know, I, I feel fortunate that we're able to provide a broad range of services in our clinics, but some clinics were able to offer more than others. For example, in Sholo, we were able to open a dental clinic in, in the Sholo area um, just at the end of August. And it took a number of different things coming together to be able to do that. So first we had a capital grant um, from the federal government that uh, gave us some of the money that we needed to put in a dental clinic in the, in the clinic we have there. And the communities of a large enough size that it's not so hard to recruit a highly qualified dentist. Um, some of our outreach programs. So we hold grants for things like, um, the Well Woman Health Check Program, which is a pass-through grant from CDC uh, that uh, helps us provide screenings for cervical and breast cancer for low-income women. And one of our challenges in providing that service is actually uh, hiring care coordinators and people to administer parts of the grant throughout Northern Arizona. Um, so, uh, some, you know, it's easy to focus sometimes on, on hiring medical and dental professionals, people like dentists, physicians, nurse practitioners, but it's also people who can help be care coordinators and run various grant programs, everything from breast and cervical cancer screening to our HIV AIDS programs, other, you know, uh, early childhood intervention programs, all sorts of things. Very well-rounded. Yep. And then, so I know we're in this COVID pandemic. Has the COVID-19 pandemic affected rural communities for you? Absolutely. So, you know, here in Arizona, I think most of us are familiar with how devastating COVID-19 has been um, in Native communities, particularly on the Navajo Reservation. And um, that's had strong effects on our community partners, on our staff, because they've personally felt the effects of disease. Um, and in the counties we serve, there's just a wide range of impact of COVID-19. So, you know, our main offices, our, our corporate offices are based in Flagstaff in Coconino County, but we have three clinics in Mojave County. We also have clinics in Navajo and Apache County. And each of these sites uh, has a little different niche and the politics in the area are different. So in some of our communities, there's been more vaccine hesitancy, and that's been challenging to help encourage people to follow precautions, get the vaccine. And when I think of the disease impacts of COVID-19, you know, one of the things that happens in small communities, if somebody's been severely affected, there may not be those uh, support services, things like occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech therapy um, available to help them recover. You know, we had a very sad outcome of COVID-19 with one of our staff members and, and I think she's going to have to relocate to a much larger community to help her recover from the disease. And that's just a, that's just a, a small example. Um, and, you know, in smaller communities, when people die or are impacted by the disease, the ripple effects of that are really profound. So some of our communities have been really shaken by 
prominent community members who've died by the morbidity and the mortality of COVID-19. It's just, it's really shaken a lot of folks. Yeah, I bet. And so with your more rural areas compared to being in Flagstaff, do you see a lot of them coming into Flagstaff to get that care? You know, some come into Flagstaff, but for depending on the community, it may be more convenient to go down to Phoenix or even to Las Vegas, depending on what their insurance is. So um, for people living in Mojave County, if they're on Medicare, it makes more sense a lot of times if you're in Kingman or Bullhead to go to Las Vegas for um, some specialty services. Um, if you're in Lake Havasu, it's actually easier to go down to Phoenix than to come to Flagstaff. Same for Payson. It's easier to go down to Phoenix than to come to Flagstaff. Although certainly we do see a number of people come to Flagstaff for services. Okay. And then, so what are some ways that health disparities for rural and underserved communities can be reduced? You know, that's a really big, complicated question. And I'd say the the very first part of helping reduce disparities is access to care. So you've got to have a way for folks to get in to see their primary care provider, to get appropriate, age-appropriate health screenings. They also need to be able to get specialty care um, when that's what's indicated. Um, dental services, things like that. So, so first and foremost, it's access to care. One of the things that I think sets North Country apart, and it's really because we're a community health center, is that not only do we have mechanisms to keep the doors open and, and make sure that people have access to care, but we also have a higher level of reporting requirement than Um, most other practices. As a community health center, we have to file a uniform data system report each year. It looks on the demographics of the people we serve, our financials, but most importantly, it looks at standards of care. A lot of them that are covered in Healthy People 2030. So things like cervical cancer screening, breast cancer screening, childhood immunizations, adult immunizations, um, the birth weight of infants. So it's, it's actually kind of overwhelming all the data we look at, but we try to have programs that target improving those outcomes. So areas that we're focusing on right now are trying to improve our colorectal cancer screening rates you know, especially during the pandemic, that's something that slid off as people deferred care, things like breast and cervical cancer screening, that's, and and, uh, childhood immunizations, those are all important parts of the picture. Thank you for those answers. So now after the break, we'll continue our discussion on rural health with Dr. Ann Newland from North Country Healthcare. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arizona Physician Podcast. MICA was founded in 1976 by doctors for doctors and remains the leading provider of medical liability protection in Arizona. MICA is the exclusive provider of coverage for Maricopa County Medical Society. Contact MICA today to learn more about the benefits of being with a physician-led and policyholder-owned insurance company. Call 602-956-5276 or visit our website, mica-insurance.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Arizona Physician Podcast. We are joined today by Dr. Ann Newland, Chief Executive Officer for North Country Healthcare.
do you think telemedicine works effectively in improving rural health services? So the short answer is yes. (laughs) And the long answer is yes. And we need to be clear about the ways that telehealth improves um, services in rural America. So um, we leverage telehealth in a number of different ways. There's, There's obviously those patient encounters, direct patient services uh, that telehealth can facilitate. Um, But in many of the communities we serve, my patients uh, tell us that that they get their best Wi-Fi access in our parking lot because they don't have good broadband access at home. In rural communities, that broadband is an essential part of it, even though this can help have that person-to-person care. One of the ways we've uh, leveraged different types of expertise within North Country is um, through telehealth services. And this is even before the pandemic. So um, for example, for HIV and AIDS related services, we have a handful of providers who um, have expertise in this area and they would hold telehealth encounters. Um, You might have somebody based in Flagstaff, but then they're able to have um, encounters with people in Winslow, in Sholo, in Lake Havasu City, um, all on the same afternoon without, uh, without having to drive. And I think the way that services like that work best is when you can combine those telehealth visits with in-person visits. Um, Because oftentimes there's really no substitute for being able to sit down with a patient, talk to them face-to-face, do a physical exam. Um, Those are all really important parts of care, but telehealth is a a great augmenter to those in-person clinical services. The other way we've utilized telehealth is to provide cohorts of care. So, for, for example, in treatment for hepatitis C, um, back before some of the newer treatments were available, we collaborated with Banner to have co- cohorts of patients going through ribavirin treatment. And that way, the local primary care providers could oversee the care, but do it in conjunction with experts, hepatologists, and and nurse practitioners who specialized in hepatology so that we could better manage um, complications in the field and the patients didn't have to travel such a long distance to um, start start their care. We've also leveraged telehealth to increase education and familiarity for our providers with different specialty topics. And one good example here is in pain management. So um, we've worked with Project ECHO out of the University of New Mexico and have been able to have multidisciplinary case reviews. So it's professionals talking to professionals, but then that directly impacts the care of our patients because we increase the knowledge base of our providers and um, can actually review individual cases and get expert opinion that we're able to provide in rural Arizona. That's amazing. So there's a lot of pros. Do you see any like disadvantages when it comes to telemedicine in rural areas besides the getting that broadband Then they have to go to like a central area, anything else? So I think sometimes people think that, oh, if we just get the broadband in in place, that that will provide access. And it does provide a type of access, 
but there's really no substitute for being able to be in person and, and on the ground. And for people who are providing care in small communities, like part of providing care is also understanding the larger community that that patient resides in and knowing the resources that are available and knowing how you can leverage other relationships, whether it's at the city level, the county level, just a, re- a regional level um, to address things like good water, um, safe schools, uh, making sure there's a rec center where people can gather. Those are all parts of health. And I think if we only focus on telehealth, we miss the, that important glue that a clinician in a community provides. Awesome. I love that answer. Thank you. Um, and then lastly, what services or resources could medical associations or government provide in order to help boost patient care in Northern Arizona? So I think one of the most important things is just making sure that community members and clinicians who provide services in Northern Arizona are at the table when policy decisions are being discussed. So, you know, Arizona's an interesting state in that so much of the population is concentrated in the lower third of the state. And in the Northern um, two thirds of the state, there's huge distances between larger economic centers, uh, sites where care is delivered. And sometimes it's easy to forget uh, that we're here. And I think it's just super, super important to make sure that there's a multitude of voices at the table so that we can craft wiser policies. I want to thank Dr. Newland and North Country Healthcare for their work in Northern Arizona and their commitment of excellence in rural communities. If you're interested in learning more about North Country Healthcare and the services they provide, please visit their website, northcountryhealthcare.org or contact 928-522-9400. All right, Taylor. Well, you have a great rest of the day. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Help to create the future of healthcare in Maricopa County, Arizona. Get involved by joining the Maricopa County Medical Society at mcmsonline.com slash join. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Physician Podcast. Does your financial advisor help you pursue what matters most? With so much at stake when it comes to protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve, it never hurts to get a second opinion about your financial future. At Baba Sobers Wealth Management at UBS Financial Services, our approach starts by understanding your life and what you want to accomplish. Then we work together to create a framework designed to give you the confidence to do what matters most, no matter what the markets are doing. We want to help ensure you have all you need for today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. For more information about Baba Sobers Wealth Management, visit our website at advisors.ubs.com forward slash Baba Sobers WM. We're members of FINRA and SIPC.